Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! We're back. Three dudes with a view. Happy Monday, folks. Uh, everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Regular special guest whenever we can get her. Uh, Carrie Powers, how you doing? Excellent. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. And, and we're uh, honored to have with us uh county commissioner danny grooms from uh mount pleasant this morning good morning danny good morning Dale. good morning everybody all right what is what is going on in the world this morning uh well let's hear about it. let's let's talk, let's do happy talk first uh carrie how was thanksgiving to your house oh my gosh it was amazing very lots to be thankful for it was a great holiday who all did you have I host my brothers. I've got three brothers, and um, it's a big bunch um, now that I've got nephews with children, et cetera. But everybody pitches in. It's low stress, and we all just have a great time. That's awesome. So they traveled here. Where are they from? Where are your brothers from? Um, Memphis and Pensacola, Florida. So they all came to Columbia? Yes. Yes. It's an annual event. We've hosted for years. But oh, it's wow. wonderful. They love Columbia. And we shopped local on Saturday. It was a lot of fun. A lot to show off in our beautiful little downtown. And you went up to the UT Vanderbilt game in Knoxville Saturday afternoon where Vanderbilt, my school, beat the spread. Yes, they did. But go balls, Go balls. Um, but I wasn't talking smack about anything with the, with the way we played Missouri and We'll take our victories Georgia. wherever we can catch them. You know, right. that, that's, uh, and, uh, Coach Mike Lyle, what say you about that? Uh, well, it's it's been one of those years, you know, up and down. Tennessee's been on the roller coaster, uh, and you never know you never know which team's going to show up. <laughs> so. yeah. We overall we had a good year compared yeah. if you're looking at the last twenty, but I think we had really high hopes and might have a little bit of disappointment. But we're still coming along, and I think there are some great recruits for next year. Yeah, I think we Plus, found out we're not quite the team we thought we might be at the beginning of the year but we're still a pretty good team and uh but uh, not quite where we hope to be at this time but uh like you said uh the the horizon looks very very good in the atmosphere in the stadium and the campus on game day it, it's feeling a lot more like old times <laughs> thank, there we go thank god mr york what about thanksgiving at your home and how did how did your teams do this weekend Oh, I just watched and went to sleep and watched and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's good work if you can get it. But they, you know, most of the teams I pulled for did pretty good, except my 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 motto. They we lost by three points, but it was a good game, you know. Grambling, yeah, yeah, Grambling Southern. They have the the Bayou Classic every year, the fiftieth year, and it's on CBS. Uh, so they they had a good little rustle going on and. And then I just watched other games. I enjoyed all the pro games and college games. Watched Alabama get out get out of the hole at the last few seconds. So, so that was something. 
Yeah, they live a charmed life. I have yet to figure out, you know, I was I guess I was watching a replay of the Georgia <clears throat> championship game, but yes. <laughs> charmed life. Who are you yeah. talking about? Who else would I be talking about? Uh, <laughs> you talking about Clint Sterner falling on the ball? Huh? You talking about Clint Sterner falling on the ball? Yeah, well, that year we, we were charmed. <laughs> With all the voodoo that's happened down at Auburn, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear anything. Ten years after the kicks, I don't want to hear anything. That's Auburn's fault for rushing two men and letting him stand back there and have time to throw the football. I mean, I mean good grief. I'll take it. He though. had about five minutes, didn't he? Clay? I was going to say six seconds. He had six seconds to throw the ball. So, I mean, I, I hate it. For and the my, guy was I hate it when for he let go of it. friends, but I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll absolutely one hundred percent take it. So, Danny he had six seconds and he threw it, and it was caught. <laughs> yes, it was. Game over. <laughs> I had my my celebratory message already set up, and then I had to retype it. <laughs> That's what gives me more pleasure than everything is knowing that that was going to happen and it didn't. And it's not just from you, but other yeah, fans. I know. Like I know. You, so it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, as I said on my message, instant classic. It'll be one of those games that's replayed over. I mean, you know, both both sides. You know, there, there's those there's those games for both sides of that rivalry that are played over and over and over again. This will be one of those. As we were sitting in Neyland Stadium, Reams was on his phone following that, and just uh, it's interesting how into y'all's game he was while sitting in ours. Yes, uh, yeah. Again, well, it's going to be a it's going to be a big mess, Clayton, with the ratings if uh, Alabama beats Georgia, huh? You know, I'm not even worried about it. Uh, I feel like we're kind of playing with house money after the way we started uh, the season, so. Um, yeah, we're probably going to need a little help. Uh, probably going to need Louisville to probably beat Florida State or um, just some other kind of craziness happen, like an Iowa or a um, Oklahoma State win over Texas. But again, the way this year's been going, anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. But <laughs> well, ju- just, just the goal needs to be win the SEC championship and see what happens. Of course, you know at this, it, the way the way things yeah, fall. You know the way people sometimes argue their stuff like that. Shouldn't New Mexico State be ranked ahead of? Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> Watching that Florida Florida Auburn, State game, I don't know how we lost so badly to Florida. That kind of hurts my feelings. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah that, that that still remains a mystery. Um, looking to seeing how Florida finished. So yeah, barely survived was the the theme of the weekend. Uh, you got Michigan barely surviving, Oklahoma State barely surviving. Of course, they're they're just my team. I, you know, they're not even in the running of it. Uh, of course, Georgia, Alabama Georgia, barely surviving. You get Georgia, Georgia yeah. really doesn't run away with their game. No. Uh, so uh, you know, Florida State just kind of eking out theirs. Uh, every everybody in the top, the only team that really ran away with it. Uh, there was only one team I think that was. I think Texas ran away with their game. Yeah, and that was about it. That just means competition is tough, though, doesn't it, Mike? Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 a lot of fun to watch and and see what what's going on and make you guesses and arguments and back and forth and the, let the debates begin. Uh, you know, for for radio purposes, for radio purposes, Alabama beating Georgia would just be gold. <laughs> 
Daddy Grooms, where are you at all this? Well, I will say go Vols. Uh, lifelong Tennessee fan, suffering fan for several years until the last couple. But uh, That was hard. Uh, at, uh, Commissioner Bridenball is a big Ohio State fan. Uh, and I will say this, that's the only game where I wish both teams could lose. <laughs> but uh, if one had to lose, I'm glad it was Ohio State. So, <laughs> Well, hold it. You know, it. Depending on how the NCAA acts, both of them could lose. <laughs> yeah, they could. You know, yeah. Ohio State's already lost the game, yeah. and Michigan could lose by 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 uh, decision. Yeah. So, Though yeah. I doubt I doubt the NCAA is brave enough to do that. Yeah. So I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, lots of family over. Deep fried some turkeys and uh, eat good and watch football. That's, there you go. Uh, Vanderbilt covered, Del. So. They did. They did. Hey. <laughs> Backdoor cover. He was quick to text Actually, though, the steward body usually bets on the other team, so they're <laughs> fairly disappointed. You know? <laughs> At least they did back in my day. I and a bench clearing brawl nearly happened. Were you at? Were you at the game? That was uh, what they hit a late hit on the quarterback or something. Got I don't all know. Stirred I, up. I'll, I'll be honest. I wasn't watching it, but I just heard calculators and everything were flying because Vanderbilt had left the sideline and it was just crazy craziness. So <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a late hit on the quarterback that wasn't called. Uh, and then a couple other things happened, and it just kind of got out of hand. I heard the officials kind of lost control there for a little bit. So. Yeah. Not not with Tennessee Vanderbilt. That, that wouldn't happen against with them, would it? Apparently it did. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened several times. <laughs> Apparently it did. All right, where are we in the world this morning? Uh, the uh, Carrie, with you and Danny here, uh, Danny being on the Murray County Commission, you're interested in education. I guess we 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 got to talk about the education a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, we heard about a week ago that, that there was a meeting about school vouchers, and my goodness, there's a big talk about school vouchers and, and what the governor's wanting to do with that, really expanding that program next year. So that, that came out late. I guess you saw it too, Mr. York. It came out late this uh, yeah this weekend. So Yeah, Lee's trying to expand the vouchers uh, across the state. You know, I just—I'm uh, not—I'm just sort of looking at that, going, "Well, okay." You know, I—I I mean, I can't. I—I'm—I'm I'm not in. I'm not out. I can't. I can't really. I can't uh, decide whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, or whether we have enough information to know if it's a good thing or a bad I, thing. I, I, as a teacher on both sides of that issue, at one time or another, I would tell the private schools, "Be careful of what strings." come with those vouchers be very that's very one, careful that's one of the things that worries me yep be very very careful because those things don't come for free yep that's that's one of the things that worries me i don't know danny grooms has the commission thought anything about that issue or is that still something that that y'all will wait to evaluate after if legislation passes if it passes no we haven't we haven't talked about it uh Del, but I'm, I'm sure we will wait until and see what happens but uh, i'm i'm with mike you you have to wait and see what kind of strings are attached to something right. like that you know I'm, and I'm sort of, I'm, it's I'm it's sort of it's always something attached you know yeah, it's something it's you know the, yeah. you you think you look at it and you think well you getting money to do this but what do you have to do in order to get the money? Yeah, let's see what so. the plan is. I, I don't know. Carrie Powers, you've got any feelings about that? It's not something that I have watched very closely in general. I'm not, I have not been in favor of vouchers, but I was speaking with a former 
school board member and um, they had read some statistics that in voucher programs really it's the families that have already been in private schools that take the steps to utilize them I'm not exactly sure it hits the mark that the jargon that goes along with it portrays it'll definitely increase tuition to private schools yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, besides, yeah, so. besides strings being yeah. attached, you know, you give them a five thousand dollar voucher, then the price of tuition just goes up five thousand bucks. Yes, yeah. it does. Uh, I'd rather just the, see public the, education fixed. The other big issue, Delk, is this uh, rejection of federal funds for education. I know they've been talking about that in in the legislature with special persons coming in, giving their testimony, and a lot of push to to reject the money but none of the experts have actually suggested to not take federal funds because it's going to hurt a number of kids that's marginalized uh, special special education and uh, i don't know if state of tennessee can prolong the financial responsibility over a long period once they reject the federal funds well I... what do you think danny <laughs> Look, it's uh, education in itself is a mess, especially here uh, with with our uh, public schools here in Murray County. I don't, I don't know what we can do to help. Uh, I know uh, senators. I mean, Representative Sapicki's really deep into that and 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 uh, is doing some things. But uh, we've got. We we we've got kids who can't read. Uh, we've got kids who are just being passed along, and and uh, something has to stop that. Uh, I don't know what that answer is, uh, but we have to come up with an answer. And uh, as far as the the, the federal money, uh, Mister York, uh, for me, if we can sustain it, I'm, I'm good with it because there's way too many strings attached to federal money. I'll just put it that way. I but then it so much waste. I asked Scott about the strings, the list of strings. You know what he came up with? The food program, and kids weren't eating food. They were throwing too much food away. And I told him, I said, you can't force kids to eat green beans. And you can't serve every meal with chicken nuggets and french fries. So the strings is just a buzzword, people. They won't. Nobody will tell me what the strings are. You you want to talk about food? When I went to when I was in school, uh, school food was good. We actually eat it. Uh, I think our former first lady, Miss Obama, changed a lot of that. And uh, and you can't get kids to eat food if it's not good, Mister York. I mean, well, the food is good. It's just nutritional, and you can and and kids are hung up on junk food these days. Well, let me tell you this. If it tastes good, it's bad for you. If it tastes bad, it's usually good for you. And kids are not going to eat what tastes bad. i just put it that way. <laughs> there we go. All well, right, let's take well, a break. We'll can't... come back to that one.
Sharks Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Over 10 years ago, the Garbage Man Incorporated teamed up with former County Commissioner Mr. Glenn Hassey and Keep Murray County Beautiful to provide garbage service for the eight boat ramps. The county brought in signs and posts, and we provided the carts and weekly service. The Garbage Man Incorporated is proud to be a part of furnishing a much-needed service to the boaters of Murray County. We live in Murray County, too, and are proud to be good corporate citizens. We encourage you to use and enjoy this convenience and keep the Duck River beautiful. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Three dudes with a view. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number, number two, Clayton Harris has parked the bus and is in the building. How are you, Clayton? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest when we can get her, Carrie Powers. Good morning. Happy Monday. And Danny Grooms, uh, Ray County Commissioner from Mount Pleasant. Welcome, Danny. This is your first time here. Thank you, Del. Good now, morning, everybody. Now, th- this is your first term on the commission, right? Yes. And so... Uh, you were sworn in what this last August, September the first. There you of, go, uh, twenty twenty two. So yeah, so I've been there a little over a year now. How's the experience been for you? Eye opening. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, uh, there's the uh, county commission has to deal with a lot of things that people don't real you know that don't they don't realize. And uh, I was telling Carrie before um, they. Y- the the assumption is that county commissioners have a whole lot more power than what we do, um, and so people don't understand that, and and they, and they want things, and, and you know, and try to help, but when you can't, you can't. So that that's been my experience. But it's some really good people on the county commission. I think we all have the same mind, uh, doing what we can to help this county move along, and uh, we're working together. So that's the main thing. Now you represent um, the Mount Pleasant area. Yes, I do. And yes. Are you? What committee or committees do you serve? I sit on the safety committee and vice chairman on the safety committee. Ray Jeter is the chairman, and uh, we uh, the sheriff's department um, and the jail, the jail, uh, yeah, and the highway department. Uh, they report to the uh, safety committee. So uh, the highway department. I don't know if you get, if you've noticed, but there are several roads, uh, county roads being paved in Mount in uh, Murray County right now. I, I've noticed a few. Yeah, yeah. so that, a new that, bridge going up, but down there on Polk Lane, I think. Yes, sir. It's already up. 
it's yeah. already up it's been up uh and then uh, of course there will be work and everybody's gonna love this but there will be work starting on the uh bridge on tom j hitch <laughs> so, probably first of the coming year oh that's and, a county bridge yes Yes, there was some speculation as as to as whether the state owned it or, or the county, but the county owns it. Whoever owns the the does uh, I think the southern end in that in that case owns the bridge. So we own both sides of the bridge, and it's got to be fixed. So and it's it's a big project. So. The one it's the bridge right there in front of Farm Bureau. Yes, say. sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. So it's it's probably going to be shut down both ways when they work on it because both sides had to have work done on. It. Now, one of the biggest bumps you'll ever recognize if you cross it, Del. Oh, I, like you I drop go, it off in a canyon. <laughs> yeah, I, I go through there all the time, Mr. York. I'm, I'm well aware. Uh, well, that's. I would guess that the, uh, uh, of course, schools are your biggest county expenditure by far. I'd imagine. Yes. Uh, and but the second behind that would be the jail, the sheriff's department, and the county roads. Right. Yes, sir. So yeah. That's yeah. It's uh. The jail, I mean, with schools, I think what we're, I think we have, what, $384 million debt for just building schools in the county. And that's not something that's going to slow down. And uh, uh, hopefully we can get a, they don't want us to call it an impact fee anymore. So, I, you know, I, adequate facilities or whatever they want to call it. But we've got to get that through the, the state legislature to be able to uh, impose uh, fees on developers and uh and and uh, realtors to uh, to help alleviate some of that pressure off the taxpayers of Murray County. Well, you, I mean, you look at the, the big development that's happening down towards Ridley, where you're going to have yes. yeah, what five hundred? I think it's seven hundred seven hundred fifty. So that, I mean that that yeah. directly affects you and your yeah. constituents because my understanding is all those kids that well, live there are going to be zoned Mount Pleasant. Yes, and you're looking at Mount Pleasant High School is 53 years old. Correct, and uh, in my understanding, yeah. the elementary school is pretty full. Yeah, the so. elementary school is 43 years old. So I mean, there's going to have to be some significant upgrades if you got 750 homes, um, you know, mo- moving that close. And uh, so I, you know, for a long time. We worried about Spring Hill in Columbia, but the forgotten city in this whole thing is Mount Pleasant. There's not been a whole lot going on in Mount Pleasant because of everything that's been going on north. But the last time I checked, the people in Mount Pleasant pay pay taxes too. So some of that, I'd like to see some of that money go go south. Well, and you've seen a lot more building and development in Mount Pleasant. over the last year or so, uh, there, there was kind of a pause for a while, wasn't there? Before? Yeah. And, and that's been lifted, and now, I mean, it, uh, it's, I'm, I'm yes. hearing about developments. Yeah, it's developments there. I think yeah. there, I know of uh, at least four developments that are, are trying to come into the Mount Pleasant area right wow. now. So, uh, it's, I mean, you know, it's the same thing. It, 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 it's just moving north. I mean, right. moving south. Right. Everything's been happening north, moving south. Well, I, I think Mount Pleasant is poised to sort of uh, have a renaissance. It's a wonderful little town, great place to live, raise family, you know. That yes, it is. Great people. Uh, lived, lived there all my life, and, uh, uh, you know, we had a, a tree lighting on the square Saturday night. And, and there's some things going on now, you know, to, to try to bring community together. Uh, there's so many people moving in, you know, and. That's that's what you know. Half the people at the the there Friday, I mean Saturday night, I didn't, I had no clue who they were. Been a lifelong resident of Mount Pleasant all my life, 
And when you go to the, you go to something like that, well, you think, well, I'll know at least half the people. No, you know that was the case. I mean, that's the case. It's a, you know, it's growth, uh, and now growth is moving into Mount Pleasant. So, and I don't want Mount Pleasant to be the the one that's forgotten about in all of this. I do agree. Good people come from Mount Pleasant. It's yes, they do. It's where your husband's from. <laughs> yeah. That was my first stop in Murray County at Lumpy's. <laughs> Lumpy's, yeah. Lumpy's. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember Lumpy's. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, as one other thing that I want to happen in, in Mount Pleasant, and, I, and uh, Delk, you've probably been there, the courthouse in Mount Pleasant has no parking whatsoever. Uh, it's a lee bailey general sessions court. oh don't get me started you know, on that courthouse and uh it, it it you know that when court day there's cars parked all along the roads and and there there's nothing there and i and and i i hope we can remedy that because something something's got to happen at the same time be able to help mount the mount pleasant area downtown area uh maybe they you know incorporate parking for them when court's not in session so that's that's something i will well, and Hope not only happen. that, that Mount Pleasant Courthouse, the General Sessions Court, is the new one, uh, newly built to, to the tune of, I think, 5 or $6 million, something like that. Uh, it just doesn't work. There's not adequate spaces to, to get business done in, in that courthouse. And uh, it's it's very difficult to, I mean, you got you got prisoners and people and the public all just mingling in the halls together. And it's just... Uh, it it just doesn't work. It's it, it poorly designed, poorly laid out, uh, and that's that's one of the things that makes me worry about this new courthouse we're building. <laughs> Whether or not it's any better than the last one that we I, sunk money into. Yeah, well, I you know that's and that Mount Pleasant you, courthouse is only what is it maybe six seven? It's five not years very old. old. It's yeah, five it's, years old. Yeah, it's yeah. not old at all. But you talk about the new courthouse. You know, every time we talk about it on the commission, it's more money, uh, more money. And uh, is the price going up again on the? On no, the it's, I think it's at uh, what is it thirty three nine right now. It started out at thirty, and now it's almost at thirty four million. And of course, you know, before it's over, there's going to be. I'm sure there's going to be another ask for money. I'm not voting for any more money for the for the courthouse downtown. I'm just not going to do it. You're talking about the new one where the old yeah. Herald building yes. is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the I said the, the that new Mount Pleasant courthouse is a fiasco in many ways. It doesn't work on the inside or the outside. There's no parking on the outside. Yeah. There's no room to meet with clients or witnesses or that kind of thing on the inside. And. Uh, so you've just got people setting up shop in the halls, you know. And uh, Danny, is the increase in the Columbia Courthouse due to uh, change orders, or uh, it's estimated, or what? Change orders. Uh, according to what we were told, some things were left out. Mm. Um, now, how you leave out bars and and sales and that. Things like that, I don't know, but yeah, I do know probably the be more left out. Yeah, I, I, see, that's I, how that's I, how I, the price jumps yeah. up when when organizations continue to shoot you change orders. Yeah. They add in additional monies every time. Now, let me tell. I will say this, and I have the utmost respect for Bucky Rowland, and I believe what he's telling me. All of that stuff was put in there. Some, some somewhere in the somewhere in between the communication, it was left. It wasn't on Bucky's end. It was lost somewhere else. So. 
You talking about the? Uh, I think I heard about this. The the basement where they're yes gonna, where, yes they. they there's got to be some it's got special bars right. there's got to be i mean it's 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 crazy aren't uh, you using hewlett spencer i didn't mean it yes up, but yes aren't they construction manager at risk aren't they supposed to capture all that you would think so yes gary you would think so you would you would think they'd have the price yeah. lined out and not create change order after change order after change order. Yeah, I'll tell you what my fear is. The, the problem with the Mount Pleasant Courthouse is it had no meeting rooms where uh, the district attorney could meet with crime victims, where lawyers could meet with their clients, where district attorneys and lawyers could uh, have a chance to talk to witnesses, that kind of thing. And it's all just going on in the halls. And it, it seems like what the, the, the Mount Pleasant Courthouse was built as a reaction to the problems with the old Mount Pleasant Courthouse, which was the courtroom just wasn't big enough. Well, there's a courtroom big enough for 500 people down there in Mount Pleasant. It's never more than a quarter full. And so it was a reaction to the old uh, yeah. courthouse. And now uh, I hear that the new courthouse where the Columbia Herald Bill is going to be is full of meeting rooms, full of meeting rooms where DAs can meet with victims. Lawyers can meet with witnesses, uh, whatnot, and so I'm. You know, my fear is that we've got a place as a reaction to the Mount Pleasant errors. We now got a courthouse that's just filled with meeting rooms and not adequately uh, facilitated with other facilities that might be needed with clear windows. If you remember correctly, the meeting rooms weren't going to have clear windows. Is what was what I was told. And now they're going to be that way. People can look into those meeting rooms. You know, you don't, you don't want to have a like a covered up window where you can't see what's happening in there in case something bad does happen. But right. I, I'd heard that that was another change uh, to, yeah. to the original plans where they're going to, have to replace the windows in those meeting rooms or on the doors. Yeah, I've seen many courthouses <laughs> built across this state, and they're rarely, rarely, or rarely are successful. Uh, and uh, then you're gonna have parking issues too once it's built. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, yeah, everybody goes ask the lawyers and the judges and the jailers and everybody else, you know, what they need. Of course, they've all got some special pet project, which is usually a reaction to the inadequacy of the prior facility, and so the pendulum swings too far almost every doggone time. <laughs> I, the, you, you need somebody who's an expert in courthouses and just. Uh, Tell the stakeholders to take a hike, you know. Uh, all right, that's my speech. Let's t- let's take a break. Come back. Danny's got a grin on his face over there. Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family-owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. 
Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and carry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 dollars visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 dollars gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. All right, we're back. 
six sunny Mondays. I am Delp Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Delp. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Delp. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest, when we can get her, Carrie Powers. Good morning. And we're honored to have with us uh, Commissioner Danny Grooms uh, from Mount Pleasant, a member of the Murray County Commission. Uh, good morning, Danny. Good morning. All right, folks, let's see. What's going on in the world? Uh, this um, fellow who is the lieutenant governor of South Carolina, no, North Carolina, and he's black. I'm looking at a picture of him right here. He's he's a black Republican lieutenant governor of North Carolina. He gave a speech over the weekend about the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms, and he said, we need to remind ourselves that our Second Amendment what our Second Amendment is for. We need to remind ourselves that our Second Amendment is not for duck hunting. It's not for skeet shooting or target practice. It's not so we can sit around and compare who's got the biggest, baddest gun. Although, watch this, guys. We like to do that, don't we? See, I like that guy. See that guy? Me and that guy are brothers right here. He's pointing to a guy in the audience. We know each other. We know each, uh, we know each other. But that's not what the Second Amendment is for, the lieutenant governor says. He says the Second Amendment is for you to protect your individual liberties from whoever may threaten it, even if that should be an overreaching, overbearing government that has lost its place in this nation. And folks don't like to hear that. That's why that found that. That's why that is Amendment Number Two, right after freedom to speak, the freedom to protect yourself, to protect your liberty. Interesting thought there. Agreed. Yeah, I'll second that. Um, you know we we are we are definitely entering a period of world. Uh, well, we're definitely entering a period of upheaval in Western civilization. Uh, and uh, we don't know where it's going to take us. And uh, the next year, I think is frightfully is scary uh and uh but but delk so. i think that's just a small number of people uh that that are vocal very vocal most people are law-abiding citizens they buy their sidearms they keep them in their home they protect themselves and and that focuses on the second amendment but uh you got a small number of people that are loud vocal want to do overbearing things, want to be very anti-everything, anti-government, anti-school, anti-religion, everything, and they get all the attention. Well, I'm not sure that's the point. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, Mr. York. This fellow's point is that the whole point of the Second Amendment is to allow the people to protect themselves from tyranny, not go duck hunting. Well, there's no. that's what I'm saying. There's no tyranny. There's just oh, there's not. guidelines that we have focused a sitting on for president, years and years. A sitting president has indicted his opposition in the upcoming election. He has not indicted anything. Yes, if, he has. If, why has he had the allegation and the evidence to be indicted? You know, that that's my question. If If he's got evidence that he has committed crimes, he should be indicted. Well, shouldn't that go for Joe Biden as well? Yeah, if if they can produce evidence on Joe Biden, he should be indicted. 
Oh Lord, there's enough evidence there. To, <laughs> yeah. Enough evidence there to fill courthouse. <laughs> Nobody's come forward with it, Dell. Just like this oh, the big lie the, about the voters. You know, been what, in the papers sixty every cases day, and no, and every yeah. judge denied anything forward about those cases. And and you got a few people that hinge on that. As oh. voter deniers, and that's that's just asinine. I'm a voter denier. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a voter I, denier. I'm a voter denier. There's no way. There's more and more evidence coming no out. Got There's not, not There's a chance. There is not a chance. It, it's statistically impossible. Voter deniers Look. aside. There's plenty of evidence against Joe Biden to be invited. Him and his son. I mean, all of his business dealings. But uh, you want to overlook that, Mr. York? I'm just saying. Prove it. All right. I mean, you know, the only thing you got, <laughs> oh, 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 thing you got so far is Hunter oh, Biden's gun deal whoa. and maybe taxes and something like that. But oh, yeah, nobody's maybe taxes. Maybe ta- yeah, 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 maybe yeah. taxes. River now owes two Verifiable million, but who cares? You know, and Del, <laughs> you, you, you a past attorney. You know what evidence is. I do, and I've seen plenty of it uh, from the written, from the accounts that I've read. Um, it's just kind of like the January 6th tapes. I mean, good grief. I mean, they've released hours and hours and hours. you got police officers fist bumping people, letting them in through the doors, uncuffing people, and then fist bumping them after they uncuff them. I mean, they're literally escorting them around the Capitol. It's the biggest joke in the world. It is the biggest fraud and joke in the world, and the January 6th committee ought to be investigated for not releasing this to the public sooner. You look at what's happened to some of these folks that have been uh, convicted and have taken plea deals thinking that they were going to get a good deal and ended up getting 22 years, and then they go home and they hang themselves because they don't want to go to prison. It's insanity. Attempted insurrection. I mean, what were they going to do? You know, convene a a rump? Uh, Congress and elect Moose Man as the new speaker. Yeah, right. They, they have no. Ma- they had no means whatsoever. No means at all. No, not, not, not the slightest glimmer of opportunity to actually take over the government. They just didn't. Exactly. And for someone who spent his life in court defending people and prosecuting people, and actually viewed what took place. On January sixth, and still denied. That's that's ridiculous. I tell you what, Mr. York, if I represented them, if I could get a hundred percent of them acquitted, if I could get a change of venue to Tennessee, a hundred percent. Yep. What, what? Yeah. It's not in Tennessee. That's that's, that's the what problem. I'm, that's what know, I'm talking why about. don't you go to Washington and start defending some of them because, if you can get so many off the off the? Because list. I've I've read an account of a very experienced trial lawyer who's actually trying these cases, and he says the jury just. So they don't even listen. They, they, their, their ears are closed. Their minds are closed. They don't even. If you ask them to consider a point in defense, or uh, they don't. They just, they just vote them guilty. Just you well, know. You, you all have to stop fighting something that's three years old and start looking to the future for this country. And if you don't do it, then that's that's the small minority with the loud voice that you hear. Hey, your, but, what, what's going to happen if? Uh, we get into this election season next year, and Trump gets assassinated. Oh, we were yeah. Well, go, go ahead and answer that, Mister. I, I I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I, I I don't think. I hope that never happens. But but okay. that would. I don't know what would happen. Our business insiders already. Uh, they wrote an article over the weekend talking about this is what would happen if Trump is 
dies or gets killed next year. Did you see that yeah, over the weekend? Yeah. It's sick. Or, or, These people are sick people. Or what's what's going to happen if if all of a sudden that we have the election next year, and all of a sudden in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, they uh, stop the vote count at nine o'clock at night. What's going to happen then? I don't know. Probably chaos. Chaos. You, I'd, say those, right. I'd say those guns are going to come out of those closets at that point. Yep. Yeah, you probably be on the front line, right? Mr. York, I'm 67 years old. I'm just going <laughs> to. That's what I'm to, saying. You, you won't be on the front I'm line. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to stockpile some food and ammunition. Now, and Mr. York, can we agree? Can we agree now, though, that the poll that came out with Trump ahead of Biden is no longer an outlier? Nearly every poll. Did you see the reception Trump got at the South Carolina Clubs? It's an outlier, Clayton. Oh, Mr. York, early. no. It's they not were an outlier. screaming, cheering, clapping for him as he walked on. Oh, the it, it, was, it, it was just insane. There were a lot of booms, too. Atmosphere. No, there weren't. I, I, I read that fictitious liberal account, and I carefully studied the crowd. People who are clapping are not booing, Mr. York. <laughs> so that's and 100% I mean, of yeah, them, you know, 100% of them were clapping. You can support a cult leader, a dictator, someone who wants to destroy and not follow the Constitution. He wants to imprison all the generals and stuff I like know, that. For the life of me, I can't see, who, see why election. you support Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, that because Cause he's the president. That's why I support him. This, what's his name? And he's a Mille, good president. Mille in Argentina, in mm-hmm. the Netherlands, for the first time in modern history, they elected a far-right guy uh, to be their basically their new prime, prime minister. minister. Uh, and then you've, you've got upheaval all through Western civilization, a reaction to wokeness. And you're definitely seeing it here as well. Uh, but the next year is what, what, what you Democrats just don't understand is that we're in a spot where we got to figure a way to go forward together. And Democrats. And that's what I'm saying. Well, and this looking back in the rearview mirror won't cut it, Dell. What are you going to, you know, as I said after the last election, Mr. York, it doesn't matter whether the votes were actually stolen or not. If half the electorate perceives that the election was rigged, then, you know, even if they're not right about it, you no longer have a democracy. But Del, you got thirty percent of people in your own party, Mr. York. That thirty percent is garbage. That won't agree to anything. They 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 destroy the credibility of the Republican Party. All right, give a Democrat a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach teach a Democrat to fish, and he'll steal your rod, take your wallet, sexually assault the fish, and then blame President Trump. (laughs) I'd say that's about right. Yeah, but but all the all the graph and the stuff that happens come from Republicans. I got a question for you, Mister York. I just heard you say that you would you support Joe Biden because he is the president. You said that exactly. Exactly. So, if Donald Trump is elected president next year, are you going to support him? I don't have to support him because his his idea of of governing is so far right. Yeah, things were so I'm bad not, between he, 2016 he, if he, if and 2020. If he is elected and win, he's the president. Well, he was I, the president I, in 2016. I didn't support him I did, you, because you, I didn't agree with him. But by your logic, you said uh, if he's the president, I'm uh, Joe Biden is the president, I'm going to support him. So That's because the, we have similar ideologies. Well, in the meantime, the... Uh, 
Palestinians, uh, the the free Palestine people, were yelling and screaming at Biden over the Thanksgiving weekend. I'm not sure where he was. Uh, poor old Democrats. They they brought all these Mid-Easterners and Somalis in and expected them to vote Democrat. They look like Democrats, but they're not being such good Democrats right now. <laughs> well, you know, be careful. You, be careful. You, who you, you give someone a blank check, anybody that that's not. That's not credible. So you you can't just give people a blank check to do different things when you're dealing with another country. Blank check to do. I don't okay. agree with everything Biden's done on the, on that decision, and I'm not anti-Semitic. Oh, he's talking about it, think, our support I to think Israel. Some some strings should have been attached to the aid given to Israel. Same thing with Ukraine. Do you think there should have been strings attached to uh, the money we've given to the Ukraine? Yeah, they need to de- defeat Putin. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. Will not happen. Ukraine will collapse. Mark no, my words. It's not, not no, going to happen. Ukraine's not going to collapse. Yeah, they are. It's yeah, they are. Too many things in the balance. In. All right. Well, real quick while we got Danny, though. Danny, is there a feel on the commission? You know, <clears throat> you're, we're going to have to have these schools, I guess, uh, over the next five, ten years here in Murray County. Is there a feel on the commission right now as to uh, – how many schools we're going to need, how much they're going to cost, and how we're going to pay for them. Uh, <laughs> I hate to put that one on you at the last um, minute, but I'm just wondering if if, if there's – if there's if, if the commission – I know the commission is looking at it, but is there any sort of consensus right now, or is it a work in progress? It, it, I think it continues to be a work in progress, Deb. It's uh, – it, <laughs> I, you know, I've heard I've heard uh, five schools over the next five years. So, you, I mean, you're looking at what another three, four hundred million dollars. Well, I think uh, the new Battle Creek High School came in what a hundred and ten. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, that's I mean, I I don't know how we deal with that with uh, we you know without getting help. And getting the state legislature to pass, uh, get that through the state legislature so we can get some help and impose impact fees. Right, right. An impact fee of some type. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. Sir. Otherwise, it's just the property tax. Payment. It is. Yep. And let me make a suggestion Ouch. too. Uh, uh, you know, Murray County is not doing well overall as, as in educating, and that's true. But there are a lot of good programs in these schools, and I would challenge every commissioner to go to the schools and see what's going on. Down in Mount Pleasant, you got kids that are dealing with robotics. They're making robots. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Central, you got kids that are straight-age students. All right, we're, we're out of here. focus too much on the kids that don't achieve rather than the kids that...